Masechet Nazir Daf Tet. The opening Mishnah deals with how to parse an unusual and seemingly self-contradictory formulation. A person says, He says, I will be a Nazir. If he stops there, then simple, he'll be a Nazir. But then he adds, from dried figs or uh, um, fig cakes. Uh, so and this is a problem because Nazir is prohibited from uh, grapes. But this person uh, obviously got confused and he says, I'll be a Nazir, but instead of saying from grapes, which would be a fine formulation, he says from figs. So it's kind of self-contradictory and it's not clear if this is a meaningful statement, should we make meaning out of it, or is it nonsense? It's kind of like sometimes uh, my students write answers on tests, uh, purposefully or not, uh, self-contradictory or confusing answers. Maybe it's multiple choice and they'll uh, circle A, but then on the side they'll, they'll cross it out and then they'll, on the side they'll write a D instead. Uh, but then the D they'll turn into a B. And so I'm looking at this and I'm not sure, uh, should I follow the first answer that they, uh, that they circled, which is A, or should I follow the last one, which is D, or do I see, uh, figure out if it looks more like a D or more like a B, or do I throw out the whole thing, if you don't write a clear answer, student, then your answer is null and void and you automatically get it wrong. Okay, so that would be the same question here. What, how should we parse this? Should we take the first half, the second half, throw it out altogether, try to apply everything in some way? So this is a machloket between Bet Shammai and Bet Hillel. Bet Shammai omrim nazir, or Bet Hillel omrim eno nazir. Bet Shammai are going to be stringent and assume, since he said, had any nazir, he is, in fact, a nazir. All right, so we got somewhat confused about the uh, whether it's grapes or figs, uh, but I'm sure when we explain it to him, uh, that's not about figs, about grapes. So then he'll say, yeah, that's what I meant. And uh, we impose that meaning upon him, no matter what he says. So yes, he is a Nazir. And Bet Hillel says, no, he's not a Nazir. He obviously was confused about what he was saying. And um, uh, since he said self-contradictory things, this whole thing is, this whole statement is nonsense. Um, it's like a person that, uh, you know, makes a vow about some item, but doesn't know what the, word, what the words mean that he's making a vow about. Uh, so it's, uh, so we just throw out the whole thing as a self-contradictory statement. Rabbi Yehuda is giving a, a different explanation of Bet Shammai than Tanakama. According to Tanakama, it sounds like he is a Nazir, uh, but he would be permitted to eat figs because he didn't say anything about figs. Um, he did mention figs, but he didn't say figs are prohibited. Some Nazir from figs, uh, we assume he meant grapes. Uh, but Abiyuda says, no, no, uh, he would be prohibited to have figs. Um, uh, so even when Bet Shammai uh, 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 said there, st- said a statement that he's, uh, he is a Nazir, what he meant, what the Bet Shammai uh, is, he's interpreting, Abiyuda is interpreting Bet Shammai to mean is that the person sa- says, either he says explicitly or means that the figs should be prohibited to him like a korban. And therefore, according to the Biuda, when a person says, I'm a Nazir from figs, what he means is, I am prohibited from figs. Maybe he's using the word Nazir to say, I am separated from. And so therefore, according to the Biuda, he would be prohibited from eating figs. Now, what's not clear, in, uh, according to the Biuda, is the Biuda saying that he's prohibited from figs and also he's a Nazir? 
or he's primitive for pigs, but he's not a Nazir. All right, that is open to inter- two interpretations of the Biuda. Um, uh, uh, okay, so what we have in the end is Betilel who says he's not a Nazir, and we can assume according to Betilel he's, he's per- permitted to eat figs also. There's no prohibition altogether. If you say a nonsense uh, statement, then we just throw it out, and there is no prohibition at all. Uh, according to um, according to Bet Shammai of Tanakama, he is a Nazir, but he's permitted to eat figs. According to Rabbi Yehuda, depending on how we interpret Rabbi Yehuda, either he's pro- prohibited from figs, but he's not a Nazir, or he's prohibited for both. So in the end, with all the interpretations and interpretations of, the, of, of, the, of the, those views, uh, we um, have all, basically all, all four possibilities. All right, now the Gemara will analyze Bet Shammai. Hareni Nazir min ha-gerogarot min ha-debela Bet Shammai omerim Nazir ve-amai mikol asher yase migefen ha-yayin amarachamana so why the uh, question is according to Bet Shammai he said when I'm, I'm a Nazir from figs Bet Shammai says yes he is a Nazir and the question is why after all Torah says a Nazir is prohibited from grapes and he said something about figs so therefore we should throw the whole thing out like Bet Hilel does why does Bet Shammai say it's prohibited Bet Shammai sabri la meir damar en adam Bet Shammai would agree with the opinion of Rabbi Meir, who says that we uh, that we assume a person does not utter a statement for nothing. Uh, in other words, according to Rabbi Meir, when a person says some statement, and even though it's not normal syntax and doesn't make perfect sense, we will uh, interpret it as best as we can uh, so that it does create a prohibition. If a person says something, we assume they mean something by what by their words. And so let's make the best estimation of what the prohibition is. But there has to be some prohibition in there because otherwise the person wouldn't say it at all. Okay, let's try to remember the names because in the in the next part of the, uh, the of the Gemara they're going to refer to the Biuda just by name and the Bimeir just by name, right? So the Bimeir is the one who says that we have to find a prohibition. We interpret it for stringency, and so Bet Shammai would agree with that. Even though you're right, he said figs instead of grapes, uh, but he said something. So we have to assume that he did want to accept some kind of prohibition. He said Nazir, so that's it. He's going to, we're going to pose that he is a Nazir. He just meant, happened to mention the wrong fruit, and so we ignore that part of it. Betilel will agree with the opinion of Rabbi Yoseh. Rabbi Yoseh says that we follow the second part, the second clause of uh, what a person said, right? If they say contradictory things, in my example, if they wrote A and they crossed it out and they wrote something else, we'll go by the last thing that they... Uh, that they wrote, and we'll ignore everything before. Um, and therefore, here, and this person said two things. He says, I'm a Nazir. And then he said something about a date, about, about figs. Uh, so what we take this as, he said he's a Nazir, but then he left an opening for his Nadir. An opening is like when you go to a, a, a Chacham and you say, I didn't mean what I said. I want to cancel my vow. Um, here, it's not exactly canceling it, but it's similar to canceling it because he says something that contradicts the first half. First, he says, I'm a Nazir. And then he said, 
oh, I want that applied. To, I want that to apply to figs, but that doesn't work. Nazir and figs have nothing to do with each other. So we follow the last thing that he said, and the last thing, which is about figs, um, shows that he did not want to be a nazir because he didn't want to have a prohibition against grapes, and therefore. We, he has no prohibitions at all. Um, so uh, according to the Biyoseh, that's the opposite of the Bimeir. Bimeir says we have to find some prohibition there. And uh, the Biyoseh uh, says, no, you don't have to find a prohibition. Although he said a word of prohibition, but then he said a word about figs that, that, is, uh, ha, ha, that does not connect to the prohibition, is in fact against it, because it's not about grapes. So figs is not grapes, and therefore... We follow the last thing he said, which is a cancellation of the first thing he said. All right, good. Now we have an uh, explanation for both. Um, and, we ask, and now we're going to ask further on Bet Shammai. How come Bet Shammai would not agree with this logic here? Uh, in other words, even if you follow the Bimeir and say he meant to make a prohibition, fine, he meant to make a prohibition when he said, I'm a Nazir. But shouldn't Bet Shammai agree that after he said that, and he said, from dates, doesn't that show that he is giving a wrong definition of Nazir, and that would undo his Nazirut, right? How come Bet would not agree with that logic? Okay, so here we're going to follow the whole logic. Bet Shammai thinks what uh, agrees with Rabbi Meir. As we said before, that a person is not going to say a statement for nothing. And therefore, we have to find a prohibition. Since he said, I'm a Nazir, he is a Nazir. So far, so good. Now, when he adds the nonsense words from figs, yes, indeed, Bet Shammai can take that, as did Bet Hillel, as a statement that's coming to undo the Nazirut. And so, yeah, we can parse it like that. Here's the thing. Bet Shammai follows his own opinion, who says you cannot annul hikdesh. In other words, if I say this animal is going to be a korban olah, uh, can I go to a chacham and say, oh, I regret that I said that. Bet Hillel says you can. Bet Shammai says you cannot. Once you make something hikdesh, you cannot undo it. And Bet, Hillel, Bet Shammai say the same thing regarding the Zirut. If a person says, I'm going to be a Nazir, according to Bet Hillel, you can undo it. According to Bet Shammai, you cannot annul, it, annul a Nazirut. Therefore, even if we parse it as Bet Hillel did, that he's making a prohibition, which is fine according to Bet Meir, uh, because uh, we assume that he is making a prohibition upon himself. person doesn't say something for naught. So he said, had any Nazir? Yes, that makes a prohibition. He says from figs, and that would, that statement would undo the Nazirut. The thing is, according to Bet uh, Shammai, you can't undo a, nazir, uh, a Nazirut. And therefore, that does not change anything, and then the Nazirut still applies. Uh, what you see from here is that we could explain Bet Hillel as being in agreement also with Rabbi Meir, that he says, had any Nazir? So yes, he is a Nazir, but then when he says from figs, that undoes it because it's not grapes.
And so that's why he's not a Nazir. So um, theoretically, we could understand Bet, Bet Hillel in that way. Um, in fact, the Gemara does not, because there's yet a, there's another, another explanation, and that's what we're going to present here. Bet Hillel sabri kerebi shimon. Tetnan, kerebi shimon poter shelohit nadeb kederecha mit nadebim. Okay, so now yet another opinion about how to parse problematic formulas. And this is Rabbi Shimon, a Mishnah in Menachot. We're going to see the entire Mishnah in just a minute. Uh, the case here is a person says, I'm going to bring a mincha, a meal offering, from barley. Now, a voluntary mincha is always only from wheat. So he said a problematic thing. Uh, so what do we do? Should we throw it out altogether because there is no such thing as a voluntary meal offering from barley? The Bishimon says, no, don't. The uh, 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 Bishimon says, yes, throw it out. Poter, uh, because he did not donate it with a formula that is typical of donors. He said a wrong formula and you can't do it. It just doesn't fit. And therefore we throw out the whole thing. So Betilel, the reason why he throws it out is because, again, a similar thing here. Person says, I am going to be a Nazir from figs. But Nazir is not about figs. And that's the same as saying, I'm going to bring a meal offering from uh, 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 from barley, which is just doesn't make sense. It doesn't fit, and we throw out the whole thing. Okay, so this would be the explanation for Bet Hillel. Uh, there's a number of explanations that we could give for Bet Hillel, and this is one of them. All right, very good. So now that we have a good understanding of Bet Shammai and Bet Hillel, how um, Bet Shammai uh, assumes that we do create a prohibition and you can't cancel the prohibition. Uh, we follow the Bimeir, that uh, um, we assume that this person doesn't say anything for naught and therefore a prohibition holds. And Bet Hillel, on the other hand, that says, yeah, he can, he, uh, uh, that since he said a wrong formula, the formula is contradictory and uh, therefore we throw out the whole thing as being nonsense words. All right, so now that we understand our Mishnah, we're going to quote uh, two versions of a Braita that also record Bet Hillel and Bet Shammai, but in a slightly different version. Matnitin delaki haitana. Our Mishnah is different from the following Tana. Tetanya, Rabbi Natan Omer, Bet Shammai Omerim Nadur Venazir, or Bet Hillel Omerim Nadur Ven Nazir. According to Rabbi Natan's interpretation of the Machloket of the houses, Bet Shammai says that a person who says, I am a Nazir from figs, he has both prohibitions. He is uh, prohibited from figs, that's Nadur, and he is also a Nazir. Right? So we take all of his statements and we make two prohibitions. Bet Hillel says he is Nadur ve'en Nazir. This is different from the Mishnah. In the, uh, in the Mishnah, it just says en Nazir, and we assume that meant that also uh, he has no prohibition at all. Um, but even in the Mishnah, actually, this was um, not, meant, not, not, ex not explicitly addressed. So Rabbi Natan thinks that according to Bet Hillel, since he did say, I'm a Nazir from figs, we take that to mean that he does want to make a prohibition against figs. So in other words, for Rabbi Natan, Bet Shammai and Bet Hillel agree that he's prohibited from figs. But according to Bet Hillel, he is not a Nazir. Um, because uh, he, he because his statement uh, was self-contradictory for being a Nazir. All right, so Bet Shammai, let's explain this, the, these two opinions. Bet Shammai sabri la kerebi meir uchrebi yudah, Bet Hillel sabri la kerebi yoseh. Now the Gemara is commenting on this, but Aita, 
and explaining Bet Shammai will agree with both Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Meir is the one that said that a person does not say a statement for naught, and therefore all every statement that he said has to create a prohibition. When he said had any nazir, yeah, he's going to be a nazir. And he also agrees with Rabbi Huda that when he says from figs that he is effectively creating a prohibition against figs, as if saying figs are prohibited to me like a korban. And so if you put Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda together, then you get Bet Shemai who says full, full prohibition against both. Whereas Rabbi Yehuda, uh, 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 sorry, whereas Bet Hillel agrees with Rabbi Yehuda, that, sorry, Bet Hillel agrees with Rabbi Yoseh, that we follow the conclusion of a statement, right? He wrote A, he wrote D, he crossed them out, we follow the the, the last answer that he gave. And so to here, although in the beginning he said Hareni Nazir, uh, but we ignore the first half of the statement, we follow the last half, and the last half said from figs. And so we, uh, we explain the entire statement according to the ending. And since the ending he said figs, we assume he meant Nazir means I'm going to uh, distance myself from figs. He's just making a prohibition against figs. He's not actually saying anything about Nizirut, so we define the entire statement by the ending, and that is the reason for Beti Leil. Okay, that's all one version of this Baraita. Lishana Acharina Amrila, another version of the Baraita, also in the name of Rabbi Natan. Rabbi Natan Omer, Bet Omrim Nadur Ve'eno Nazir. Beti Leil Omrim Lo Nadur Ve'lo Nazir. And this version, both Bet Shammai and Beti Leil agree that person is not a Nazir, uh, but the Machloket is whether they uh, he is prohibited against figs. Bet Shammai says yes, and Bet Hillel says no. What would be the reasoning for, in this version, Bet Shammai Kedabi Yehuda, Bet Hillel Kedabi Shimon. In this version, Bet Shammai agrees with Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda is the one in the Mishnah, in our Mishnah, who says, even according to Bet Shammai, uh, uh, when when he says uh, figs, uh, he is as if saying, I'm making the figs like a korban. So um, that's Rabbi Yehuda. And in this understanding, um, uh, Rabbi, Yehuda, uh, Rabbi Yehuda's, well, Rabbi Natan's version in this, but I, the Braita, the second version of the Braita, according to Rabbi Natan's understanding of Rabbi Yehuda, whose understanding of a Bet Shammai is that when a person says, had any nazir, from figs, what he means to say is only figs are prohibited to me, and he doesn't say anything about nazir um, because he, we're leaving out bet 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 meir here. All right, so we don't have to make we don't have to explain every uh, uh, statement of his as making a prohibition. Whereas Bet Hillel agree with Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon is the one that said that if you don't use a proper formula, then we throw out the whole thing. And so since he didn't use a proper formula, according to Bet Hillel, there is no prohibition at all, not Nedir figs and not Nazir. All right, good. Now that we mentioned Rabbi Shimon, we're going to bring the entire Mishnah um, uh, of, of that case. Tenan hatam a mishnah in Masechet Menachot. Ha'omer hare alai minchal habimin haseorim yavimin hachitim. This is all now Tanakama, before the Bishimon is going to disagree. Uh, says, if a person says, I'm going to bring a meal offering from barley, he has to bring it from wheat. Even though he said barley, there's no such thing. 
um, there are there are two types of menachot that we bring from barley. The one everybody knows is korban haomer, right? The omer to bring on second day of Pesach. That's an omer of barley. Um, also, uh, sota brings some uh, mincha from barley. But otherwise, any voluntary offering has to be from wheat. And so, therefore, we fix his words and we say uh, he meant to say wheat. Maybe he just uh, he didn't know this law. So he said barley, um, but he still made a prohibition and he has to bring wheat. If a person says, I'm going to bring um, a mincha offering from kemach, which is regular flour, uh, coarse flour, but he has to bring fine flour nevertheless, because that's the halacha, you have to bring fine flour. When he said kemach, we assume he wasn't so exacting in his language or he didn't know the law, but the prohibition does apply. Uh, the obligation does apply. Voluntary offerings have to be brought not only with fine flour, also with oil and frankincense. If he says, I'm going to bring a, a, a meal offering without oil and frankincense, well, that is that doesn't make any sense. There's no such thing as only bringing flour. So uh, we assume, again, that he does bring an obligation and we fix his, his language, we fix his... Um, um, his, his uh, formula uh, to say that even though he said without, he still has to bring it. Right? The obligation applies, and it applies in the normal way. Of a meal offering is in isadon. Uh, if he said a half isadon, he has to bring a full isadon. If he said one and a half, then he has to bring two. We round it up to the proper amount. Okay, all of that is Tanakama who says we fix his words and he does create an obligation and he has to bring it in a proper way. However, disagrees and says he doesn't bring anything because he didn't say a proper formula the way typical people make a, make a formula. Therefore, his statement is zero, right? This would be equivalent to the student on the test that circles one, crosses it out, writes something else. It's not clear what they said. Um, this is not a, a, a proper answer, and therefore uh, we throw it out altogether as nonsense, and therefore there is no obligation. All right. Now, mantana dechi amar hare mincha We want to know who is the tanakama um, of this Mishnah, since we already just saw. Um, a whole bunch of different opinions. Um, so uh, we want to match up this Mishnah with our Mishnah here in the beginning of the second pedic of, of Nazir. So who is the Tana Kama here that says, when a person says, I'm going to bring a Mincha from barley, that he has to bring a Mincha offering and it has to be from wheat. We fix it. Amar Chizkiyah says, um, this is, our Mishnah is in fact subject to a Machloket and our Mishnah, Sorry, this Mishnah in in uh, in Menachot is subject to a machloket, and the Mishnah Menachot is only the opinion of Bet Shammai. How how so? Lav Amri Bet Shammai ki Amar min hagero garot min hadevela have nazir hachiname ki Amar min haseorin maybe min hachitim Bet Shammai in our Mishnah here in in in, 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 in um, Nazir says when a person th- says the formula I'm going to be Nazir from figs. He is a Nazir. In other words, we take his, his uh, prohibition, his vow, seriously, and we fix it. And even though he said figs, all right, he got a detail wrong, and we assume that he uh, said, uh, uh, said uh, meant grapes, 
and therefore he he does create um, a vow. And so too here also, even though he said the wrong ingredient, he said barley instead of wheat, we do create an obligation and we fix it and uh, he has to bring wheat. So you see, Bet Shammai and Tanakama uh, say the same thing. Uh, they have the same assumption. And therefore, Bet Shammai is the author of this Mishnah. However, Rabbi Yochanan Amad, Afilu Temad Hakol. Yochanan says, no, I don't want the, the Mishnah, the Stam Mishnah in Menachot to be only Bet Shammai. Uh, it should be, uh, it should agree with Bet Hilel as well. So let's see if we can make it fit. By the way, in the previous staff, we saw uh, a similar machloket between Chizkiyah and Rabbi Yochanan, where Chizkiyah assumed that a Mishnah is only one opinion, and Rabbi Yochanan is tried to make peace and say it could be according to everybody. It seems to be um, their, uh, their general uh, shita, their general methodology of Chizkiyah and Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan wants a Mishnah to be according to everyone. So here also he says, I can explain the Mishnah in, um, in Menachot, even according to Bet Hillel. How? Because when the person says, I'm going to bring a meal offering from barley, if we would, and, and it turns out, and, and in reality, it can only be wheat. If we would tell him, listen, you said barley, but you can only bring it from wheat. So if we told the person that, what would he say? Uh, certainly a person would say, the per- one who made the vow would say, oh, if I knew that the proper formula is wheat and I have to bring, bring wheat, I certainly would have said it in the proper way. I just made a mistake, right? It's an easy mistake to make. Not everybody knows that, um, that uh, a, a meal offering is only from, uh, is only from wheat and not from barley. It's easy to confuse. We have Korban HaOmed, that's from barley. So people thought that, right? Go ask a typical student today. How many people would know this law, right? Not everybody. And so therefore, he's like, oh, honest mistake. And uh, I, I did, I certainly meant to obligate myself according to a regular meal offering, and I'll bring wheat. That's why in the Mishnah in, in Menachot, even Betilel would agree. This is consistent with our Mishnah here, because when a person says, I'm going to be an Azir from figs, that is nonsense. Every student knows, right? Go ask, uh, uh, go ask your kids in elementary school. Nazir, what is he prohibited from? Everybody knows grapes. Nobody makes this kind of mistake. And so therefore, a person uh, would not say this, the same thing here. Oh, if I knew Nazir was grapes, oh, then I, I would have said it in the right way. I got confused between figs and grapes. Nobody gets confused between figs and grapes. Everybody knows what a Nazir is. Therefore, these two Mishnayot are consistent according to Bet Hilel. If it's, a, if it's a case where something that is easy to make a mistake, then we fix his words and we, we create an obligation. That's the Mishnah regarding the, 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 the barley. Whereas if a person says something that has no meaning, he's trying to create some new weird concoction of an azir and figs, then we throw that out altogether um, because um, it, he would not say, oh, if I knew. He knows very well that an azir is from grapes, but he's saying something strange, so we don't even bother with it, and he has no obligation. So Rabbi Yochanan says, I can explain everything just fine, according to Bet Hilel. Good. Amar Chizkiya, lo shanu ela shamar min haseorim, aval amar min haadashim lo maite velakilum. We're going to do now for, this, for the for the rest of the of the Amud. 
um, is we're going to bring another machloket between Chizkiyah and Rabbi Yochanan. You're going to see Rabbi Yochanan right here um, about a, a variation on this on the Mishnah in in Menachot. Uh, what if he says I am going to bring a meal offering from uh, instead of barley, this is from lentils. Now, lentils is very far off from wheat, right? It's not even a grain. Um, and normally, I don't think anyone would make a mistake and think that you can bring a grain offering from lentils. And so what would be the case there? Um, so Chizkiah thinks that the Mishnah is only true when he says from barley. If he said barley, that's close enough to wheat. Then we fix his formula and he has to bring a meal offering from wheat. Uh, but if he said, I'm going to bring a, a mincha offering from lentils, then he does not have to bring anything at all. That is a nonsense statement. That's what Chizkiah said. Okay, now let's try to put the two statements of Chizkiah together. You just said that according to Chizkiah, the Mishnah in Menachot is only the opinion of Bet Shammai. Because, just like Bet Shammai says, if a person says, I'm a Nazir from figs, he is a Nazir. Um, so to hear, if he says, I'm a, a meal offering from barley, he, he also has to bring a meal offering uh, from wheat. But here's the thing. This doesn't fit with Chizkiah. Uh, so if we put these two side by side, um, uh, lentils with regard to a meal offering uh, is similar to um, uh, figs regarding a nazir. In other words, figs and for and for a nazir are far apart. No one makes such a uh, such a uh, confuses them. No one's going to make a mistake and think a nazir is actually from figs. And yet, Bet Shemai says we fix his formula. We assume that he's making a prohibition, and he is a nazir from grapes, even though he said something that is very far off. So, by analogy, uh, Bet Shammai should, if this is really Bet Shammai, Bet Shammai should say uh, that if a person says, I'm going to bring a mincha offering from lentils, even though it's far off and completely different, and no one would make such a, such a, um, uh, confuse these two items, uh, nevertheless, we should make a prohibition. If you make, make him a nazir, even though he said figs, you should make him bring a mincha offering from wheat, even though he said lentils. So, sorry, Chizkiah, your two statements don't match. And so, we're going to bring a couple of different answers for Chizkiah. The first one is, Hadar be Chizkiah. Yeah, Chizkiah changed his mind, uh, retracted his previous statement. When he said that the Mishnah in Menachot is Bet Shammai, you know what? I changed my mind. The Mishnah in Menachot is not Bet Shammai. Um, because Bet Shammai, in fact, would, would say that uh, a pers- because the, uh, uh, the Mishnah in Menachot only said barley. Um, and so if it's only barley that creates a prohibition, you know what? Bet Hillel would agree with that, as Rabbi Yochanan just explained, um, because they're very close together, and so surely a person would, have, would say, I said barley. Oh, it's all wheat? All right, that's close enough. People confuse that the, are not sure about that law, and so he creates a prohibition. But since the Mishnah Menachot does not say lentils, therefore the Mishnah Menachot is not Bet Shemai. Because Bet Shemai would say you create a prohibition even if the thing, the items are completely different. So Bet uh, Chizkiah 
uh, we have to assume changed his mind. All right, so that's the first answer to explain Chizkiah. But we'd rather not say that he changed his mind because we have a tradition that he did say that is uh, that Mishnah is um, Bet Shammai. And so why, why should we go back and assume that he must have changed his mind? It's never a good answer. Whenever you see you know, some contradiction in uh, something uh, Rambam wrote or anyone, um, you say, oh, he must have changed his mind. No, let's try to see if we can reconcile it. And that's exactly what Avad does next. Why are you saying he changed his mind? Well, what prompted us just now to say that Chizkiah must have changed his mind is that we had difficulty parsing the Mishnah and Menachot. If it's Bet Shammai, then why does it mention only barley? It should even say lentils, because according to Bet Shammai, even if they're far apart, even if you say figs, instead of grapes, you create a Nazir, so too, if it's Bet Shammai, you should say lentils, and he would still have to bring a Mincha offering. But Rava says, it's okay. I will explain that Mishnah anyway um, and say that according to Chizkiah, when, when it says Bet Shammai is the author of that Mishnah, we're assuming the interpretation of Rebbe Yehuda. How did Rabbi Yehuda explain Bet Shammai in our Mishnah here? He said, according to Bet Shammai, uh, in fact, he's not a Nazir. Uh, instead, when he says, I'm going to be a Nazir from uh, figs, what, what he meant, what, what the effect is that he creates a prohibition against figs. In other words, according to the Biuda, we do not take two things that are far apart and assume he's a Nazir anyway. No, no, he's not a Nazir. That's all nonsense. The Nazir just means that he makes a prohibition and, uh, and he can't have figs. Since that's what Bet Shammai says in our Mishnah, when we apply it uh, to, to this Mishnah, if a person says, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to bring a mincha offering from lentils, that's way too far apart. Bet Shammai would not agree with that. Um, uh, Bet Shammai would only say, oh, if it's very close together, um, Bet Shammai would agree, like Bet Hillel did, uh, did before the Biochanan, that if it's close together, then the person says, oh, uh, you said barley, and I can't bring barley, wheat, fine, I, I meant to bring wheat. That's just fine. Um, but if he says lentils, and he says, I'm going to bring a, a meal offering from lentils. Now, Rabbi Uda would not say you make a prohibition against lentils. The, he's not making a prohibition. He's giving it, making an obligation that I'm going to donate uh, lentils for a meal offering. So there's no there's no sense in which he would be saying lentils are prohibited to me. Unlike with Nazir, the word Nazir does mean I'm going to keep away from. So Rabbi Uda would interpret our Mishnah as saying, um, I'm making a prohibition, Nazir, a prohibition against figs. Good. Um, when it comes to uh, making a meal, a meal offering, if he says something close by, like barley, then yes, he has to bring wheat. But if he says lentils, that's too far apart. And therefore, there's no need to say that Chizkiah changed his mind. Um, if we interpret Bet Shammai according to the Biuda in our Mishnah, then, that Mish- then the, Mishnah in, uh, the Mishnah over there also in uh, Menachot can be Bet Shammai. All right, good. So that's how Rava uh, um, reconciles uh, both statements of Chizkiah. Now, Rabbi Yochanan disagrees with Chizkiah about lentils. Rabbi Yochanan amad, afilu min ha'adashim, even if a person says, I'm going to bring a mincha offering from lentils, he has to bring a meal offering from wheat. 
Hold on. Rabbi Yochanan was the one that gave the reasoning above um, that a person has to, who says barley has to bring wheat. Why? Because a person would say, oh, I got confused. If I knew that this is the wrong formulation to say barley, I certainly would have said the right formulation. I did have in mind to create an obligation upon myself. So therefore, that's why he is obligated to bring wheat. But that makes no sense for lentils. No one makes that mistake. No one says, oh, I didn't know this was a, lentils was the wrong formula. Lentils is just a plain out incorrect statement and therefore we should throw it out according to Rabbi Yochanan's reasoning. Um, so this doesn't make sense. Instead we have to explain that Rabbi Yochanan's statement here was Rabbi Yochanan actually was making an argument on behalf of Chizkiyah as follows. You just said that you changed your mind and backed off from saying that the Mishnah Menachot is Bet Shammai. Why did you back off? Because according to, uh, according to your interpretation, um, uh, you said that, uh, um, that that Mishnah is Bet Shammai. Why? Because just like Bet Shammai says that if he says, I'm a Nazir, from figs, we put it together anyway, and we create a prohibition. So too, if he says, I'm going to bring a meal offering from barley, we put it all together. And then when when we brought up the lentils, um, you had a problem because that Mishnah does not say lentils. And really, according to Bet Shemai, lentils also, even though it's very different from wheat, we should put it all together. It's not more different than figs. That was your problem, right? You know what? Um, uh, and so your problem was, how come the Mishnah Menachot doesn't say lentils? If it says only uh, barley, it sounds like it's only true for barley, but lentils would not create an obligation. But I'm going to help you out, Chizkiyah, and uh, explain the Mishnah Menachot and tell, tell you why it says only barley. And the explanation is that really the Mishnah would agree that lentils also, lentils and barley, no matter what you say, if I say I'm going to bring a meal offering from lentils, also it would create an obligation. And why doesn't the Mishnah say lentils since that's the bigger chidush? No, well, Dilma Lami Baya Ka'amar. It's using, the Mishnah is using a, 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 um, a style of, it's not necessary to say this, right? I'm giving, uh, this, this, this case is so obvious, I don't need, need, even need to say it. I'm going to give you the bigger chidush. And so how is it the bigger chidush? Lami Baya Ka'amar Me'adashim. I don't even need to tell you the easy case. When a person says lentils, that he has to bring a proper mincha uh, offering from wheat. Why? Because they're, precisely because they're so different, it seems like the person is trying to change his mind. He said, I'm going to bring a meal offering. And then when he says from lentils, he's trying to undo it. And we follow the opinion that says we, we go by the first answer, right? The, he said that my student said A first, we go, go, go with A. And I, I ignore the, the um, uh, unclear thing that the students uh, wrote, uh, wrote down after. So to here, once a person says, I'm going to bring a meal offering, and then they say from lentils, the lentils is only trying to undo, but not successfully. And therefore, because it's so different, because it's so different, 
we we take it as an t- attempt to undo. But we, we ignore the attempt to undo because we always follow the beginning language according to um, uh, Bet Shammai. And that's why it creates a prohibition. That's an easy case. And the Mishnah doesn't even need to say that. In the case of barley, hmm, maybe we can undo it because we take that mean that his his statement to mean I want to bring a mincha offering from barley. What he means by that is if it can work like minchata uh, omer is brought from barley, right, the one on the second day of uh, of Pesach, or like a minchat sota, which is also from barley. So if I can bring a, mal- a voluntary offering from barley, then I want it to be consecrated. And if not, not. In other words, taking a statement to be a, a conditional, uh, to say, I want to bring, I bring a, a voluntary offering, mincha offering, if for, from barley, if it's possible for it to bring from barley, then I want to bring it. If it's not possible to bring a barley, then I don't want to bring it. And in that case, there's more reason to say that he doesn't have to bring anything because we parse his statement as a condition. So if we're going to, uh, for, for sure, if he makes his statement and we parse it um, as, uh, uh, um, as an attempt to undo the first, well, it's harder to undo a statement. If you said, I'm making an obligation, and you try to undo it with this vague formula, we could say, no, you're, we, we throw out the, uh, uh, we throw out the undoing part, and you are obligated. Whereas, I might have thought that if I make a condition that, and the condition fails, that I don't have to bring it. That's why the Mishnah mentions barley specifically to tell me this chidush, that even though we're parsing it as if it's a, a, a conditional formula, nevertheless, we, we, we create an obligation because uh, we assume that if he says something, he means to say an obligation, and that's what Bet Shammai would, would, would require of him, similar to what Bet Shammai says regarding a Nazir, that, uh, we, that um, he is a Nazir, and we take the first part of the language, and so too here, even though he said barley, and it sounds like he's, he may be trying to make some condition, we ignore that part of it, and he does, in fact, make um, a prohibition against um, a, a prohibition. Uh, he does, in fact, make an obligation to bring a meal offering. And so, in this way, even though this uh, statement of Rabbi Yochanan does not make sense according to Rabbi Yochanan, because Rabbi Yochanan would not agree that it's also for lentils, it does make sense for Chizkiyah, and we assume Rabbi Yochanan is helping out Chizkiyah, so that Chizkiyah does not have to change his mind, He can, and we can reconcile this in this way all of the statements of Chizkiyah. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen ve'amen.